there's a few people that don't like me down in the red light district that you refer to it, but they don't like me in the way that they're going to cross the street and stay away from me. Mm -hmm. I would imagine. I don't. I don't see a lot of superheroes or supervillains engaging in that human trafficking. But who knows? You'd be amazed. <laughs> We've had non-government organizations. We've had a billionaire, mm -hmm. um, a casino, uh, several gangs, corrupt cops. It's been bad. Oh, when I mean usual attire, he didn't he didn't revert back to Carl. He re like basically the whole color scheme changed back to the usual color. Oh, scheme. oh, the Olympian outfit. Sorry, I thought yeah. you were putting your Carl outfit. I'm no, like, no, no. Okay. He, he's gonna let the red light district know who he is. <laughs> I don't really try to hide my identity. There's no hiding it, regardless of what I'm wearing, because of my face tattoo. It's just a matter of I don't want to waste time changing clothes. No reason to dress up in my seal skins and caribou skins. So typically, I would assume that the area of the red light district where people experience the most lust would probably be like a strip club. Given there's that strip they, clubs, there's underground clubs. Yeah, Some of given, given that it's, it's less likely for them to actually be able to make good on their desires. My thought is that would probably be the best location to do this ritual, like maybe on the roof of the strip club. Yeah, okay. Look, I know a guy. Let me make a phone call here. I call my friend Jimmy Mack and find a strip club that's probably going to be packed this time of night with that kind of guys and say, oh. going to be doing a little business on your roof. Do you have an address for me that you'd like? Oh, get in touch with Jimmy Mack? Yeah. I must warn you, my friends, that this uh, succubus has powerful mind control abilities. I, um, I do okay with that. I mean, I'm not, you know, Captain Mentello or anything, but I, I do okay. Beginning around where it crosses South Jefferson Street, Red Wine Avenue, becomes the Strip, the heart of the sex trade in Capital City, which has been severely dampened down. So I guess now it's just live shows. The place is called The Strip. It's owned by, well, let's say a business associate of mine. We had to make a strong point earlier this year that we don't tolerate human trafficking under any circumstances. So it's going to be a little less severe than it once was. Okay. The Strip is Little Egypt in the Emporium. The Emporium is a book and video store. Uh, Little Egypt is a... Uh, a lady or a men's a gentleman's club she calls herself Cleopatra, but there's a harder core clubs like the Jericho. There's a fairly sedate strip joint known as the rainbow club. Jimmy Mack runs a, a strip joint called uh, mermaids. Not the smallest. It's definitely not the biggest. So I would measure it on the level of one, how, how likely it is for guys to to be there, but two, how how like above board legal like the club is, because the more legal, the less likely the girls are to engage in anything. Yeah, this isn't more that kind of town. No, nobody checks to see what's legal here. As long as no one's forced, everybody's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. But but I'm thinking a place where girls are less likely to do more than just dance and show show off, so that there's more level higher levels of lust. Um, you know what I mean? Your call. 
Yeah, that, so, that's what I'm thinking. Because we want to go, and I'm also we going go through, through a description of level of lust that's not sated. Oh yeah, so I'm just saying this particular club is run by an associate of mine. So if we have to conduct business on the roof, we won't be bothered by the people at the club. But if that doesn't fit your needs, then it does. No, is it busy? Is it a busy, busy yeah. place? Yeah. Okay, let's go there. I'm good with that. By associate, I mean a street gang that I'm bribing. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and then there's S-E-X-X-X, sex, spelled with three X's, and 260 Red Wine Avenue. By the 200th block of the strip, the new dance clubs and topless bars have given way to harder fare. Sex, for example, is a live sex club where the dancers perform actual sex acts on Wow, that sounds perfect. Usually to a chorus of suggestions and requests to jump in from audience members. Wow. That sounds like it would be a place that's busy and probably most people wouldn't have the the money to do more than watch. That sounds like it would be probably a good good spot. So I, I get that you're a village guy. There's a lot of big money mobs here. Just don't stick your head out more than you need to to do your job. I'm thinking we just go to the roof, try to stay right, out right. <clears throat> stay out of you. Right. Um, we do that then. You're looking to either somehow spot, locate, or attract Zecula DiMarco. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. Your efforts don't bear any fruit. Hmm. That is unfortunate. Listen, I got some people I can try, but they're not like friendly things. This is not my area of uh, expertise, but in the early days, we ran into. It was a strange thing with a corrupt cop who was possessed by a demon, uh, an Afro-Caribbean demon, that actually helped us out. And th there are people like this that we can get involved, but I don't want to do that and cause more problems than it solves. And uh, that guy, I can dig up his name, but he's uh, he's incarcerated. He's in custody of the FBEE. -E. Right. Because one, he needs protection. Because he's a crooked cop and he's spilt a lot of beans on other crooked cops, so he's marked for death. He was the go-to man for the civil guard, so he's got a lot of charges against him and corruption. Yeah, I'm looking for his name, too. Is this a problem that we don't want to chase? Do we want to leave this sit? Do we want to take care of our star core thing? I mean... I mean, our, I mean, the thing is, do we have any more leads? Like, Not that I can think of. No, she's in the wind. Yeah, maybe one of those things we just kind of have to let lay until something. I mean, I assume it'll come up again, but we may have to just leave it alone until until it comes to us. Lieutenant James Sabatini. Yeah, that greasy dude. All right, let's leave this sit then. We can let's leave sleeping dogs lie at least for the moment. Santavi, James Santavi. Okay, that's what it is. Yeah, he was one of my finer NPCs. I really liked him. This be sharp since the launch is expected on the 25th. Gets you a hold of you guys on the 24th, asking that you're ready to go. Is it a go? What are you using? How are you going to get up there? How are we going to get you know their their supplies that they need? Oxygen scrubbers, food, water. 
Electric Olympian board. is intensely strong and he can just carry shit up there. He'll need a spacesuit. I only have about an hour where I don't need a spacesuit, and that's going to be a little too big quick of a turnaround time. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking if he has a big container he's bringing up, I'm glad you stay inside the container on the way up. And if anything happens to Olympian, I can move the container from the inside on the way up there. Perlevog, he's going to have to have a spacesuit too, right? Or be inside the container with me, yeah. Yeah, I could okay. be inside the container with, with And metal. you're making that not, you won't be <laughs> killed by exposure to space because you're using what, like a force field or something to protect you guys? So I have sealed, I have sealed systems and it only gives me an hour of time. But if the container he's bringing up there, we just, I mean, it, it, it's sealed up, right? That's not even that hard Couldn't to do. We that get something that, I mean, couldn't, would they possibly have some kind of container like what you're describing that, right? I mean, we don't need propulsion because we've got mm-hmm. Olympian. So all we'd really need is life support on this. In this so team. I was assuming they would have a container for us. This isn't anything I could make up in 10 minutes, right? Yeah, yeah. And they're going to, Bisbee Sharp is just disconnected the uh the like the trailer to their truck that they drive out to um when they're the, like the the, in, the enhanced entity paddy wagon so they just stripped everything out from that <clears throat> because it's really solid and it's you know it's really solid construction airtight type thing and they just got all, everything out of it so they can pack as much stuff as they can okay and then i'm thinking it would be wise for us to have spacesuits anyway even though you know even within the system just as backup in case we have a breach i have a lot less need but i understand if you want one it makes sense mm-hmm. I, my I, I, want one. <laughs> I have i have no way to survive the it'll vacuum make, it'll make bisbee shark feel more comfortable <laughs> yeah it's like you know i got i got paperwork to fill out and if there's an accident and you guys don't have spacesuits on board. Oh, man, the liability issues, I don't even want to think about them. In fact, you can't really survive the vacuum of space. If there was a breach that happened Im- imminently, like, I wouldn't be able to survive it once it happened. Like, I'd die instantly. Mm-hmm. So, oh, yeah, yeah. So whatever you need, you should have. Yeah. I'm just saying. I'm going to wear a spacesuit. <laughs> But there stay are, inside the container. There are prisoners already on Starhold. Most of them are really dangerous terrorists, people that need to be put away for life for their, you know, crimes of attempt destruction. Bisbee Sharp says that there are a, a couple of enhanced entities that are incarcerated up there as well. So I tell Sharp my buddy sharp we could carry between three and six of these trailers Hmm. and that's just me i mean uh, olympian is so damn strong he could carry a lot more because he has a 15 strength right yes Mm -hmm. yes so let's say he's got three total three of these sure trucks and so that's what he's got but yeah, I, you can use I'm like sure so. better. That'll give them more time oh, yeah. to try to uh, cut through the red tape with NASA and get one of their space shuttles over. NASA doesn't want to give one up, he says. The so jerks. Fuck. 
They just don't want to give a space shuttle over to the FBEE. I don't know why, but we haven't been able to shake one loose. You know, senators are involved right now. And I don't have the roster, but he gives you the roster of who the, um, you know, like the, the warden, I guess, of Starhold, commander-in-chief of the other, you know, these are FB, it's manned by FBEE special agents dedicated to running Starhold. I think they may even have a picture of Starhold. But basically the concept is, is um, you know, a circular space station, like a long tube, um, fairly wide, fairly substantial, um, that has a docking base, administration, trooper country, you know, the all the the engine level where all the machinery that runs the place is on, and then the bottom of Starhold is the prison, the uh, the cells, if you will, okay. and that can be detached. So it's a like a, a thing hanging over the head of the prisoners and enhanced entities that may be imprisoned there, because if they like try to break out or whatever, Starhold personnel can just cut it loose and drop it into Earth orbit, and you know a lot of lot of super villains. Some may find that no problem, but some would. You know, even Thor has. So like quietly take Pilvag aside, definitely away from all the uh, the government types. And say, look, if things get dicey, it's not a little thing for me, but I can just make the landing the hard way. And if it gets dicey, as long as you can breathe for the duration of it, and I know that's not a little thing, I can take you down with me if we need to land ugly. I just wanted you to know we have that option. It's not a fun flight, but I can take you down without you roasting. Excellent. I guess if a biz be sharp, they're also going to hand you over comms. Handheld radios so that when you get in range of the space station, the personnel there can, um, you know, talk to you, go into loading dock six or whatever. And that's the plan. They'll just open one of the uh, one of the hatches in the, um, in the, uh, in the cargo bay at top where the shuttle would would dock, but it'll just go right on in. <clears throat> Okay. It's like it's a garage space. The top, the top level, is where the shuttle hooks up, and inside is kind of like a circular warehouse where they have the, the lifters and stuff. And so that's where the containers would go, and you folks could just bring it right in. I let Olympian do his super strength thing. Now, remind me, Olympian, how fast you can fly? Uh, Olympian's flight is now when we. Pull up his sheet real quick. My bad. Boom. I keep it pinned for a reason. Um, uh, my. Where's that? Uh, my flight is at a nine. Flight of nine is 450 miles an hour. So he could definitely move them faster than I could. Yep, he can go, he can cover, if I'm reading it right, a half a mile in four seconds. Correct. And uh, and what did you say the miles an hour? 400 and something? 450, 450. 450. Is that faster than a, a commercial airliner? 
What about the snake? Uh, he's in that range. He's in the, he's okay. in the range of a fast plane. Okay. Okay. I'm not. I really don't want to do the math on distance or whatever, but. Um, so it's you're talking about twenty six thousand miles. I happened to do the math for the other game. Oddly enough, it's twenty six thousand miles up to a stationary orbit, which is going to be roughly uh, fifty four phases. He's going to get there, whatever fifty four times four seconds is. Sounds relatively fast. It is. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so you're talking a five minute, ten minute journey. Wow. Well, he doesn't have a Delta V equation, right? Superhero yeah. flight, you don't have to worry about Delta V. It's yeah, just yeah. flight. Yeah, you're just off and going. And um, so, yeah, you're you're flying up to a star hole. You're getting the, uh, you know, you're in communication with the officers of the facility, letting you know where to come in. You know, five on nine or nine or three tango foxtrot. <laughs> Roger that, Olympian coming in for the set. <laughs> and basically, like, Olympian's just like this little uh, little dot under this huge, like, cargo ship. Yeah. Like, yeah, right? I think I got, let's see if I got some pictures of Starhold. I may have. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this is a good one. And uh, to give people a visualization, it's like it shouldn't be possible that somebody's like this is breaking physics as Olympia just right. literally hoist this thing up. <laughs> I did drop Starhold. Oh, this is so cool. I'm so glad I could show this. And I'm there just there for moral support. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I think we don't know what problems we're going to run into. Yeah. Problems? Why would you have any problems? Because <laughs> this is a superhero. <laughs> <laughs> um, and this is a good place to uh, break for this evening. You're arriving at Starhold. You're going to be greeted, and then we'll roll in. They'll give me a chance to actually give the staff here, the personnel, some names. See if there's any problems. I don't know. But you need, probably need just, those fleshed out. <laughs> but just to let you know, mm-hmm. um, not trying to cut you off. Just to let you know that, and I won't be back that weekend. So the eleventh, January. So I'm gonna be on that all week. All that week. So you won't be around Sunday the fifteenth. Yep. Could could we? I don't know how people feel about it, but could we do the eighth instead? I know we're doing every other week, but. But I don't I know. It's it, it fine with me, yeah. Okay. We can do the we could do the eighth. I don't mind doing I don't mind I don't mind that at all actually. I can I can be prepped for the eighth. I can be ready to run. No problem. Okay. I've got plenty of stuff here to throw at you guys. Got some ideas. Um yeah. Yeah. We're on to another thread. Questions, comments or anything? No, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed no, it. There's a lot to clean up from several ongoing things. I know we had some breaks in the action, right? The, the team kept changing, and then we couldn't make it. I think that was a really nice cleanup of a lot of things going on. Mm, good, good. That's, I, I don't know. I don't know what loose ends you guys have, but it was a fun introduction to working with this team. You guys going to come up with a team name anytime? Yeah, I'm you thinking guys, about it. You guys have been kind of like anti 
team name or was that more bug was bug like so no, bug no. and i were pretty anti-team but now you're up to your your four dudes i i am well, thinking about uh, isn't metal a chick metal. <laughs> metal is absolutely a chick that's yes. right sorry my apologies <laughs> a cool character I'm thinking about a name. I, I know it's cheesy a little bit, but it kind of makes sense because I feel like each one of us embodies a aspect of like myths and legends of different types. Mm-hmm. Like almost like we have these godlike abilities. I'm thinking like of the Pantheon or something, the Pantheon, something like that. I like that. Metal's name was designed as an intentional play on words, very much a comic book uh, title about she's about, you know, personality and first perseverance and all of that. You're, I mean, T-T-L-E. Mm-hmm. And I always liked that about her that because that's her whole riff is um, uh, making it through the hard times. Pantheon's not bad. It's a little off focus for me, but let, let's noodle on this one. Yep. First Sounds thing that good. comes to mind, I'll throw one out, the legendaries. I don't know. Just the get something started, get some traction. Yeah, we should spitball some ideas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know we can narrow it in. That would be cool. Because then you'd have the team name, you have the really cool headquarters, and then when you're in town in in Capital City, downtown Capital City, you got to change clothes. You just head over to uh, Metal's Loft. And yeah. Mm-hmm. And once we get the team name, we need to get a cool jet or something. That... <laughs> oh, that you know, was very funny that. about my jet. There's a very funny story about my jet. <laughs> yeah, I, I said that Bug took off with it. Oh, did you? I, okay. Yeah, and Bisbee Sharp I, wants to know where it is. Okay. I like how we're acquiring different, like we just acquired to me a base of operation in the mm-hmm. mansion in the story. I like how we're just acquiring these items and it's building up the story of like yo like we didn't have we didn't really have a base of operations for real but now we definitely have one with this mansion yeah yeah it's really cool how it organically came about and it's such a you know a fixture of the superhero genres you know and you got your head diamond i agree with you i was really jazzed to how that unfolded 